Hello, world. Welcome to Good Conversation. I'm your good girlfriend, Latoya. And I'm Shay. And we are back here again with this goddamn podcast. Welcome to the Loving Circle. Welcome to, I don't know what the fuck. I, I, I'm, I'm trying to be happy. The Loving Circle. The Loving Circle. <laughs> the... <laughs> the giving tree i don't know yes the, the giving, giving tree. tree that's nice i maybe i should revisit that i like the craving giving tree is it that's well you know what how are you friend i've had better days oh well shit well there goes the i feel positive. like i feel like i don't want to be dramatic mm. but it was a pretty bad week well, you know what there's, there's always time for the truth yeah it was a it was a bad week and this is not like a it doesn't feel like your normal like uh work wore me out week like that's just like annoying like Mm -hmm. actual like not good yeah and i'm like um hmm yeah it's just it's it's a bad week i think physically i'm not doing well emotionally I'm not doing well like I'm just not having a great week and I don't feel like it's gonna get better anytime soon wow well that fucking sucks so like I'm a little I'm a little down but I'm alive and I'm okay for now so yeah, here we are such is life I'm, I, you know, I, I hate to be the one that's like, you know what, I'm, I'm fucking fine, man. You know, I'm fucking fine. Took an extra day off work this week. Summer hours start soon. Mm-hmm. Um, it was graduation on campus this week. That was cute. Mm-hmm. Um, How was your first graduation? Pretty good. I mean, I wound up doing the same job that I did at the at the old institution, where she was just like lining up the students mm-hmm. in order. Um, and I pieced out like I'm not sitting there through speeches and name calling and stuff. And I, I know a few of these students for being here in this like basically going into their last semester. So some of them I recognize, but I'm like, I don't have a deep connection to be like, oh, my God, my baby's graduate, you know, mm-hmm. but it was cool. It's a cute ceremony. They do it outside under some tents and stuff. And it's a lot of moving parts. What surprised me is that they do no rehearsal at all. They just show up that day. and Okay. I mean, which happened. I mean, yeah, I'm like undergrad and grad school. It's kind of like, listen, figure it out as you go along. It's not that damn hard. Um, I think at the old institution, it wasn't more so a reception. It was more so a reception than a rehearsal. So it was like, hey, you're graduating tomorrow. It's a barbecue. Come get a T-shirt and some food. And, you know, if you want to get your corgs and shit like that, this is the day. And then we'll just go through a quick run through of like where you need to be on the day of and some shit like that. But it wasn't mandatory. But a lot of students showed up because it got free shit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Did they but do that when I graduated? I wouldn't know, honey. I was I was elsewhere. It's been so long. Then I think that's a realization that we're all coming across. Um, mm-hmm. I was talking to our spicy Latina friend. And we were talking about, because, you know, around graduation season, you kind of get this inspiration to be like, I could get another degree, mm-hmm. right? Um, yeah. And we were talking about that. Yeah. <laughs> we were talking briefly about like doctorate degrees. And I was like, I don't need that shit. I kind of just want the robes. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, Spicy Latina also is a Rutgers alumni. And apparently, once you set your Eden username, it sticks with you for life. 
Yeah, they don't even they don't use Eden anymore. So I think that she's free and clear. And that's what I told her. She was like, Well, I can't go back to Rutgers because I too sweet with the threes and the periods and you know, all the shit. I can't do That's this. hilarious. You, you gotta think about what you're making these damn usernames and email addresses and shit because like that. That was her username through all her, her chats, talking to her professors, <laughs> submitting assignments. That's just hilarious. I too sweet. <laughs> so I told her Grow I was up. Like, <laughs> I told her, I was like, I think they stopped using that system by yeah, now. And she's like, oh, I did graduate 10 years ago. I'm like, yeah, honey, they yeah, don't, they, they don't use that anymore. God bless. Like even the application is different now. So like, mm -hmm. calm down. That's changed a few times since y'all graduated from that institution. But anywho, mm -hmm. um, but you know, work is work. Life is life. I'm over here doing things. I talked to my mother this week. I realized that I am her child. Once again, if there was any doubt. Mm-hmm. How was Mother's Day? What did you guys do? Oh, I wound up taking her out to dinner the day after. And then mm -hmm. she had me run her around BJ's to get some shit after we're dinner. Okay. Uh, because, you know. That's a gift. Fuck, why the fuck not go get six fucking cases of 80 bottles of water <laughs> after I've eaten a full meal and mm -hmm. picking this shit up? She just pushed the cart. We're going to pick up six of them. Let's look at the toilet paper. Hmm. Mm. You know, she's comparing prices between her regular job and BJ's to see which has the more cost-effective toilet paper. Apparently, I think it's BJ's. Well, it, I think for what she what was on sale this week at Walmart, it might, yeah. might have been Wally World. Okay, um, but they also are a house full of Negroes who use like half ply see-through paper because it's cheaper. Mm. And I, I've, I have been known to go into the bathroom when my mother uses a restroom here and i i watch her use my toilet paper because ma'am this is you know good ply quality yeah. <laughs> yeah you're not gonna i don't need you to see see you up here rolling up mm -hmm. like uh-uh you need four sheets to get a good clean wipe that's <laughs> it not 40. every time she go in my bathroom she already you know I'm just saying, because it's funny. different when you pay for it yourself. Things you don't think about that cost money when you're growing up. Toilet paper, paper towel. Which... Ooh, and like, like I had to get meat. Like, I don't have any meat in my freezer. I have like, no meat. Like, so I need to like do like a meat run where I need like chicken breasts and like steak tips or whatever. I don't know, whatever. And I just don't have, it's just like. Who wants to spend seventy five dollars? Like on meat? Like, come on, bro! And then I gotta eat it all, and we live alone. Yeah, so I think that that's an it. Issue. It becomes an issue because I'm like, you know, I begin because I'm a, you know me, I, mm -hmm. fuck you, because I know I, I'm gonna say, but still fuck you because I know you're thinking. I buy a lot of salmon and shrimp and seafood. And the thing is, is that I buy it fresh if I can. I don't want it frozen. Mm -hmm. So where do you go? I go right to shop, right? I don't do. Oh, that. you go to shop, right? Okay. Yeah, but I'm like might hit a seafood market or something. But I'm like you gotta buy in bulk when you go to places like that. And I'm like I'm not about to be sitting here acting like I'm a pirate on a ship and salt the fucking fish to package it to freeze it or you know some bullshit like that. No. Um, but yeah, so I'm like, when I buy the fish and shit and the, and the seafood, I have to eat it pretty much like right away. Like you mm -hmm. do not want that to sit in the refrigerator for more than maybe two days before you're mm -hmm. like, Ugh. 
you know? So I'm yeah. like, I, I just feel like I've just been, I've been hanging on by the seat of my ass when it comes to feeding myself. I, I grab something on the way to work. I see if any, there's any activities happening on campus where I can get a free meal. Mm-hmm. And then I go home and be like, you know, I can just take a bottle of water and go to bed. So I'm oh like, gosh. I just yes. don't feel like spending an exorbitant amount of money on food that I have to then come home and be like, oh, now I got to cook it. I got to cook it. It's food is expensive. Like I had, I was like running on E. It was getting like bad. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, let me. You know, when you've like emptied out like all of the like the stuff, like then it's like, all right, you know, the bottom of the barrel stuff is getting low now. Yeah. So <laughs> like the reserves are tapped out. So I was like, you know, let me go to the like the market. Let me go to the farmer's market. Oh, yeah. Um and I got like I be sleeping on the farmer's market. I think that might be the wave. Yeah, like I I spent twenty four dollars, mm. and I got two dozen eggs. First of all, what? Wow. First of all, there were two. There were twelve for three dollars. Oh my god! What a deal! Okay, I should have gotten another. I should have got another card. <laughs> I was just like, oh my gosh, um, but it was like five thirty, and they were closing at six. So I was like, oh, let me, you know, let me hurry up and you know get out these people's stores. People, you know, people can clock out and go home. Yeah. Um, I got like onions and potatoes and um cabbage and fruit. They had good strawberries. Oh, I love fruit. And I spent like twenty four dollars. I think I think when I like do my shop right shop from home. Like, mm-hmm. by the time I add the, like, I start off with, like, the juices and the fruits and shit like mm-hmm. that. Before I even get to the meat, I'm already spending, like, $40. Yeah, nah. I, I Sometimes I go to Aldi, because you can also get a good deal mm-hmm. at Aldi. But, like, um, the 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 farmer's market is where I need to be. Yeah, I think so. On a consistent basis. And one. they got a cute little deli up in there. Like a little delicate they, they had shrimp there. They like oh. shrimp by like the the bag. Oh. And, oh my gosh. And they had um I was thinking of you, that's why I asked. <laughs> <laughs> um so I know you you know you eat a lot of shrimp. I do. But I was like, oh my gosh, like if I had time, you know, they was shutting they were shutting yeah, things they was, down. Yeah, they're not about to go ahead and back up no shrimp. Yeah, but it was um it was a good little and I was just like you know what? Mm-hmm. I can I can live off of vegetables. So I haven't had meat in a couple of days. So like I think this I haven't is had how, meat since Wednesday. I think this is this is precisely how the general population is going to move from being regular carnivores to being like, you know, I can be vegan or yeah, like, vegetarian at minimal. Because like it costs too much. And like, I don't know. I can't give up chicken. I can, but I can't. I love chicken. I love pork. Um, I love all those things. But like, I don't know. Maybe it's my mood. Also, like, I just don't feel like eating anything in general. Like, I don't. I'm just not in the mood to really eat. So, like, my eating right now is more so like, girl, you're 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 gonna die if you mm-hmm. don't eat anything. <laughs> like, you're you're hungry. Like I'm hungry, but I don't have like the appetite. Yeah. So, so I think that's like my biggest 
issue right now, but I'm going to make some red beans and rice tonight. Okay. Um, and put a little hot sausage in there so I can get some Ooh, protein in there. A little protein uh, mm-hmm. or something or other. I don't know. Um, you know, make some comfort food. So I feel like I need it. Yeah, you know? the things you deserve. Yeah. Come up and, and, you know, have a good sleep or mm-hmm. a good cry or a good, I don't want to fuck with you, whatever it may be. Yeah, I've been doing a lot of sleeping. Um, I've been in my, you know, my emotional support robe um, with the ears on it. It has my ears. So noticed. It's very cute. <laughs> um, yeah, so, and I've been trying to watch TV, but TV's making me sad right now for whatever reason. Uh, my cycle, guys. It's, like, it's um, an emotional time. It's, yeah, I don't think there's anything like that's like emotion-free that people are watching right now. Yeah, like nothing's really like uplifting and like everything I it doesn't even matter if it's a comedy. Like it's making me sad. Oh, well, well, I, I have nothing for you. Like I watched the Whitney Houston movie, the one that's um the most recent one that came out okay, last yeah. year. Yeah, I um, started that one. It was on a trip, didn't finish, but it looked good. And it's actually really good. Mm-hmm. I feel like out of all of the Whitney Houston, you know, content that we've gotten since she's passed, I feel right. like that is probably like the one that I've enjoyed the most. Okay. Um, maybe because it was more so like about just like, you know, yeah, we got the drugs and we got all of the stuff, you yeah. know, the stuff, but it was like it made me like really miss Whitney Houston a lot. So I feel like they based it off of a book that was written by homegirl that she grew up with that was like her manager friend lover. Robin? Yes. I thought that because there was another movie that Lena Waithe did that focused solely on that relationship. Well, yeah, I feel like so. I feel like they took elements from the book, not okay. All of so it, I was, I'm, I'm, I didn't know where it came from. Yeah, I, I want to say some of that because I, I was looking it up when I was watching. I was kind of pissed because you know we didn't have enough time to finish the movie on that trip that we were on. So I always want, I'm gonna touch back, circle back, and mm-hmm. you know watch it sometime. I hope it was good though. It was really good. It made me, it made me really miss Whitney Houston. For whatever reason, the yeah, just we had a the story sad as hell. Like, yeah, we already know what's gonna happen. Yeah, but it's um, just like, damn. Yeah, we were having a conversation about the Greeks and their departure this week at the job, talking mm-hmm. about Prince and Michael Jackson and Whitney Houston, and people. I don't like when you look at these documentaries or bio biopics or however you say that word biopic that these people even though we didn't know them personally they did a, they have an effect on us yeah you know? the music the i don't know if it's a, an obsession with their personal lives or if it's just out there because that becomes an exploitation point but you know somebody was they were like i was i was going through them when prince died i was like i know that's right honey because i said they told me whitney went down i was at the target having a rough time that night i was like i can't you want me to stop these shells, but I don't want to do this. That shit is so heartbreaking every time I think about it. Um, just like, just like, it just is like, death is so final. That's, and we've had that conversation. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. It really is. Like, done. <laughs> like, it's, you, there's no, oh, let me just get one more word in, or can I, no. can let me spin the block one more time with you, or whatever no. it may be. 
I think I was reading on Twitter of all places, somebody was talking about something with death and husbands and wives. And this lady had quote tweeted it and was like, you know, me and my first husband sat on our couch during our anniversary. Oh, I saw um, yeah, and how they were going to plan a trip. Mm -hmm. And then two days later, he died. Like, you can't, Sad as fuck, yeah. man. <laughs> like, you can't, you, you, apparently you have to do all the things now and take the lumps Yeah. as they come and shit like that. And life is just one big clusterfuck. And then we all just meet our maker or whatever it may be that happens after we get off this plane. It makes you want to, like, like, I, I know those, like, posts are supposed to, like, inspire you to, like, live and do the shit now and not wait. But also, it's like, but, like, you know, like, work is kicking my ass and, like, Everything you know, fucking like, I sucks. get it. I get it. But, All like, these bills is fucking due or what the fuck yeah, ever. like, the lights gonna get cut off today. <laughs> <laughs> like they coming, like it is what it is. you know Yeah, so it's hard it is. So it's it's hard a it's a tough thing to balance for sure. Oh, well, you know, this is more of a soft opening for the podcast than yeah before. I want to like give an update on my like Oh yeah, hand your wrists. my wrist Yeah, please. so as of last week you know the whole drama with the copay And I came ready to tussle, you know. <laughs> she didn't ask me for the copay. Put the note <laughs> in, bitch. so I come, my appointment's at four o'clock. I got there like maybe 10 minutes early because um, I had to leave the employment place at, you know, earlier than I typically do. So I get there. I'm sitting down. The The, the waiting room is packed We already to know capacity. this is going to be some bullshit. And the news is on. And I don't know. And we do it at my place of employment. Like we we, we keep it on like channel three or channel six or something like that. Because But when the news come on in 2023, I get so stressed out you when know I'm you in like be. a room full of like mixed company. When it's like Spanish folk in there and black people and white people. And It could go I get, either way. I get very nervous. <laughs> so... the news is on and I'm waiting and they take me back and you know we do everything all over again and I hear the doctor next door with another patient they don't have sound machines so I hear everything he apparently got knee surgery or some shit I don't know Not sure. and he doesn't speak English so they got his daughter on the phone translating and you know whatever And then the guy leaves. My It's like 4.30 now. You know, again, I'm just hanging out. Yeah. And I hear him, like, dictating his note about the other patient. And then this motherfucker goes into the break room, which is, like, on the other side of the, the room that I'm in. <laughs> yeah. And apparently little Lindsay or whomever in the office that works at the front desk is getting married. Um, so she's, you know, clocking out before her wedding weekends and, you know, honeymoon festivities and all that other kind of shit. So, you know, they're doing cake, you know, they're having all, They're having a party. It's an office party. they're, they're having their office party, right? It's four, four, it's four 30. The appointment is at four o'clock. 
So I'm like, okay, you know, I work in a in an office. I, you know, if you gonna wait, you gonna wait. You know what I'm saying? If you gonna It be is mad, what it then is. you know, you're just gonna be mad. But you know, I I feel like I wanted him to like, you know, grab a piece of cake and like, you know, put it to the side and be like, let me just see her real quick. It's not like it's a a fast appointment. It's, it's it is a fast appointment. It's We're Just just going coming over in here, results. talking about what we're going to do. Get the fuck out. You know what I'm saying? Quick. He in there sitting down, eating cake, talking about the weekend, and da-da-da-da-da. And soon as little Lindsay leaves, they start going in on how her fiancé is trash. Not you getting the workplace tea when you And I'm should like, even be there. <laughs> this is good, but... Me can be focused on me. Please. So four forty-five, he comes in, and um, basically, I either I'm I either live with you know no use of my right hand eventually, or I get surgery. I I would opt for using your hand. So obviously, I'm I need my hand. <laughs> uh, so I said, okay. All right, let's do it, you know, and I'm thinking I've gotten assist, it's assist, I've gotten assist removed from my back before, we did that in the dermatology office, she laid me down on the table with her PA and, you know, cut me open, gave me like seven stitches and I was on, on my way. Oh, yeah. So I thought that's what we were going to do here. No. This is not what we're going to do here. Mm -mm. He said it's kind of like in a a weirdly complex spot. Um, not big, but not small. Um, that's going to just continue to grow or, you know, whatever. So he guys has to go in and kind of cut it out, essentially, which I thought he was just going to like, he was just going to use like a long ass needle and, Yeah, just go in there here. you know, but Yeah. but I guess because you can't see it. Yeah. It's like not like underneath the skin. You can't quite see it. Right. So, so now we talking for real deal surgery and that just sent me over the moon. I'm just, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do it. And I guess, I don't know what I was expecting, <laughs> But it but wasn't, it wasn't that. it wasn't that. <laughs> it really wasn't that. I thought we were going to do something in the office. Like again, quick. in and out type of thing Are they but trying, we talk they about going to have you down on the second floor yes with your drawers putting me under off. and and again he was saying i wasn't listening to it so when i like i wasn't understanding You, so you heard when i him, was but talking you weren't listening. yeah like so when i was talking to the girl afterwards and we were talking about things and she's like yeah you can't eat nothing at the midnight and you know i'm like well why you know that don't I, it just wasn't, It it wasn't clicking. <laughs> it wasn't clicking. And I'm like, why can't eat nothing at the midnight? Like, you know, I can't take no, I can't drink No. for like up to a week before. I can't do, you know what I'm saying? I'm Hey, like, what are what? you talking about? You can't have alcohol. Like up to like a couple days or like three days before. So I don't, I, I don't know. Um, Well, that's just rude. No aspirin or nothing. Um, no, Why would I would have mad because that's like a blood thinner. she told me I could take Tylenol.
Okay, that's a that's Tell a me how to take Tylenol. That's acetaminophen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, can't you take have. any like um ibuprofen, but I can take Tylenol. And I was just like, "What are y'all talking about? Wait, what are y'all talking about?" Like, there was just like a moment when it hit me that that they said, "Oh no, you're going under general anesthesia." And I said, "Well, wait, wait, Whoa, pump the brakes, sister." Whoa, what? Why do I got do? Why we got to do all right? Y'all can't do it here. Okay. No, and I just it and it just sent me right over. The yeah, worst yeah. week has turned into a worser week. Worser, worser. Lindsay's about to get married to an asshole. Lindsay's getting married to an asshole. Everybody fake happy for. Her. Oh my gosh! As soon as she walked out of the office, they everybody in Unison. Well, you know, I can't believe she's getting awful. married to that guy. Oh, I can't stand his ass. You know, he once hit on me, right? I couldn't believe it. First of all, y'all fake. It's fuck. <laughs> and second of all, y'all finna take the rest of my deductible for the year. Damn. This is crazy. This is nuts. Like, no, I like, so it's like what happened. I don't know. I feel like I've, um, I, I went through a similar, like, existential crisis when I had to get mm -hmm. my knee surgery mm -hmm. where it was like I just slid into second base and my knee don't feel good can you just like drain the the, the swelling mm -hmm. or something like what do you mean there's a tear and cartilage <laughs> damage and like no, no I just slid into second base <laughs> there was a divot like maybe you don't understand what I'm saying yeah like I don't think you are you sure you're a doctor because they sound <laughs> me like i just need you to like we should be able to just i saw on youtube y'all just stick the needle in and just <laughs> shoop, and then the mm -hmm. knee's good that's what i think i got water on the knee i don't need operation baby but yeah it's a it's a it's it's like what do we gotta do all this for so now because it's, it's that yeah. whole thing so at that time i was working part-time so there was no grandiose like oh leave pay time mm -hmm. off so i had to take my ass to the fucking job you know, mm -hmm. days after I got split open on the damn mm -hmm. operation table. So it takes away, and then, you know, this is your dominant hand. Yeah. And if they don't do it, then, it, like they say, you just walk around with dead hand. Like, yeah. I mean, it's just going to get bigger and it's just going to continue to press on nerves and the but, no, but no say that they take this shit out and um, everything's just hunky fucking Everything's going to be great. Everything might be trash. Oh, brother. I don't know. I, I don't know. But it, it it really just sent me through the moon. I hear you. Because it's just like, I don't want to do this. I don't, I, and that's, that's the honest to God. Nobody, nobody wants to do it. Like, mm -hmm. there has to be an alternative method or can we go check the scans again? Like, what are we talking about? For real, for real. And that's what I was like, all right. So like, so like no physical therapy. He was like, you do physical therapy every day, basically when you like. Use your hand. Use your hand. Like there's nothing else, you know, that there's they no gonna magic, do. magic like. Yeah. <laughs> there's nothing else that they gonna do that's gonna be any different from you picking your purse up and bringing it in the house, you know, like you're already doing physical therapy. Um. Hmm. so what an asshole so yeah i mean no he wasn't nasty about it i mean it. no i'm just saying it's just, how dare you but i just wasn't 
I just wasn't hearing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just thought. That was it. I don't know what I thought. I have no idea what I thought. Well, again, when I Googled what other people's looked like, it looked like it was right underneath the skin. Right, but your shit So, wants to be fucking special. yeah, so it was like, and it was bigger, and it looked, you could see it from, Right. you know, so I'm sure that they can do that in, like, an outpatient setting, but, like, y'all talking about, I can't eat for 12 hours? What are y'all talking about? Yeah, it's, it, that's just because of the anesthesia. Yeah, but that's, and that's when I realized I was even going under anesthesia. I had no, like, No, I no, wasn't, it didn't connect. it wasn't connecting because I was just like, well, why the hell? Well, you know, local anesthesia is cheaper. Well, that's what I was thinking. We could do local anesthesia, I but don't want I to also be waiting to see that. don't know because Because he I'm like, said. if my thing is now, because you probably weren't paying attention. They, I don't think they can go in arthroscopically and try to clean it up. I don't think so either. Well, they're He going to said have to they're get up gonna in have here. to make and they're gonna have to make Make an an incision. incision, which means scars. A scar. He said you're gonna have a small scar. Um, he said it's it's they're gonna go through the top of my wrist instead of underneath because that's more complicated. Yeah, underneath, Um, it's a lot going on over there. it's a lot going on over there. Um, you know, he, he ain't trying to fuck nothing up. I hope not. Well, you know, if he did, sis. I mean, he's the local hand expert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, at the end of the day, leave a little So, rag up in that bitch if you want to. I will own this entire practice. let me tell you, let me fucking tell you. So, like, my nerves is bad. And, um, yeah, so, like, he told me, I mean, the good news is he said he was going to put me out of work for two weeks. Well, you know. Um, which, that ain't no problem. <laughs> I can sit at the house <laughs> and curl but a little, also, a little weight. yeah, but I got to go to Vegas, so. Well, yeah, we just need a date and time. When it going So to get this that, done? if, if we can knock this thing out Memorial Day weekend, Or the week after Memorial Day, that would be amazing. So I can be healed and ready to go to Las Vegas to see Usher because I am not missing Usher. Absolutely not. That's not going to happen. So I'm like, even, even what would be the issue? Like, okay, say if they couldn't do the surgery that fast, right? Which I doubt it because I'm, this is just, this is what works for me. You know, <laughs> this is not what works for him. He probably got kids and shit. That's his business, but you got a job as well, sir. But like, what if they had to push it out and you, let's say <laughs> if it pushed out a week before your trip, you still would be able to take your trip. You just, I still you. would be able to go to Vegas, but um, the only thing is, is that I have to see the occupational therapist Oh, brother. five days after the surgery and Then after I see the OT, I can go back to work. Um, but he said, you know, take take some time. Okay. You know, I'm like, all right, we see each other. You don't got to tell me twice, Hello? okay? I'm going to take the time. Yeah. Um, Now, I would like a little surgery if it get me <laughs> out of work. My but, ankle been bothering me. but so that's the only thing is that I don't know. Like, we got to, we got to We gotta look. get, We We got got to to get, look at the calendar. we gotta put something on the calendar. We got to look at the calendar. And they got to, you know, call it into the insurance to see what the fuck they talking about, and, you know. America's such a fucked place with this whole insurance shit and whatnot. Well, you know, Godspeed, friend.
Thank you. I feel as though if things are going to work out in your favor when timing with the Vegas trip, but mm -hmm. it's always some bullshit. If it ain't one thing, another. Like, I had this whole thing, because you know what's been going on with me personally. Mm -hmm. um, not airing that bullshit out here, but <laughs> I just feel like this season of my life, the script yeah. writers, they like, wild. Yeah, they are just yeah, doing way too fucking much. It's giving season finale. Yes, like <laughs> it's not even like mid, like final. It's like mid season finale because yeah, it's like giving more yeah. to the story. It's just like <laughs> this is the climax for yeah. me to tell you what the fuck's like. Yeah. It's, it's like they just crash on Grey's Anatomy. Yes, and it's just like oh my god, what's gonna mm -hmm. happen next? Come back in six months, baby. We'll tell you. Like that's what my life has been building towards mm -hmm. in that one little space, and it ain't even been that deep because you know mm -hmm. shit happened and, and that was it, right? Mm -hmm. So when you go looking for shit, when you find shit, if you don't yeah, look, I you mean, you could have just not. I didn't look. I didn't look. Mm -hmm. It found me. Okay. <laughs> and then I showed it to people who could find more. And that's where mm -hmm. I fucked up at. Because, <laughs> you know, whatever. But it's not going to have no swaying. But, but I just feel like the writer's room is very spicy. Yeah. They're not writing in nice mundane things like, oh, no. Latoya takes a nap today. Mm -hmm. It runs over, but you know what? She's really tired. Yes. I feel the same way. Yeah. They're just like, huh. So, bitch, <laughs> we're gonna do all these things and everything's gonna happen at once. Let's see what happens. I'm like, yes, oh, it's been a it's it's been an interesting quarter of the year. It, it it first of all, we just got here. We just got here. Um, and I am like really like spent. I don't have nothing else to give after we take care of this hand. I got some other shit I got to take care of, which just add it to the list of shit i gotta pay for and things my insurance <laughs> is gonna fight about and 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 again the writer's room is in shambles oh my gosh i feel like they you know how when you just like you just like all the ideas we have guys let's just throw them out there throw it out Fuck there it. no idea is a bad idea guys we're gonna do <laughs> it all like it's bad and then my birthday's next month i'm getting older you know, I'm having my birthday crisis. It's, it's we're about six weeks out, so it's about it's that very time. Normal. It's very normal. Yeah, so. I, I don't, I don't know. I don't view getting older like yeah, I don't you're know. Very positive about your birthday. I'm very yeah. I'm positive about my birthday. I don't look at it as a getting year. Like I don't look at the number. I'm just like, oh, it's a day yeah. to celebrate me, or it's things I can do. Like, I'm not going to go to work that day. Like, I look at it like that. I don't know. It's just different it's, for everybody. I guess it's not necessarily for me about the number per se. Mm -hmm. It's more so about like, like it's kind of like it feels like New Year's. Like, okay, so like, what reflection time? Right. What have you done? You know, and then you, and then you look at the number like on paper, and then you're like whoa hmm. there's so much more shit i have to do so much more shit that i want to do like when am i gonna do this shit who knows honey but it, gets, <laughs> it is that reflection and mm -hmm. um sometimes i'm and I'm, i'll speak for myself on this one like a measurement of where you thought your life was going to be at this point yeah. and where it isn't based off of those measurements you made um I think for me, I have very low expectations. 
<laughs> I mean, so that's, I'm all, that's a great way to cope. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm like, if I keep my expectations in the bag, you know, it's not like I'm going to be disappointed on things. Mm -hmm. And then we all have different goals and what that looks like and what that feels like. And mm -hmm. I think for me personally, a lot of things that people who are women hope for mm -hmm. and hope to have by a certain age, I'm like, oh, baby, that ain't no problem. I don't want that shit. So let's keep going. <laughs> like, I'm cooling. Mm -hmm. I don't know because I think of like huh no I said I get it yeah yeah it's just different I don't know everybody has their own thing to it but you know hopefully you know next quarter is better I just think in one part one aspect of my life it, it's, it's really like it's like a fucking roller coaster like it'd be mad chill and then next mm -hmm. thing you know that shit is zipping up like nitro and coming right back down I also think that um these like these like chaotic seasons of our lives uh -huh. you know just kind of set us up for like an amazing like next part of our journey so that that gives me hope is that like shit is so fucked up for me right now like and it's not even the, I wish it was just the job you know like because that's easy but it's yeah. just like everything is so shitty at one time like that next season is just going to be so much better. I'm going to be so much stronger. Right. And I'm going to be a bad bitch. And there you go. But it's going to be great. got to get through this bullshit first. Yeah. Yeah. I have hope. <laughs> at least if I didn't have hope, then there would be a yeah, problem. But at least I have hope. <laughs> walking in the traffic. Um, music <laughs> we moment? Can, we can move on. Okay. Music moment this week. I got a bunch of shit in here. Lots of new singles this week. We'll start with Ari Lennox, um, a new single with Rory and James Fontleroy. That's how you say that? Fontleroy. Fontleroy. I thought it was like that, but I'll be like, I don't know. Anyway, it's called My Phone Can Die. I like it. Her has a new single out called The Journey. I want to say this is for like a movie or a show or something because it's very movie and show-like, but whatever. Um, mm -hmm. You're a non-Russian lady alina baraz baraz uh, from name? indiana yeah <laughs> she has a single out with austin mills so it's like a little uh i would like to say like that r&b club mm -hmm. called breathless um our never mind i'm just gonna say it mario has a new single out featuring sabrina claudio called like her too i like that one um Keanu Lede has a new single out called deeper her album will be out, I believe, in June. So yeah. Um, Kimuin Nija has a new single out called Words of Aff Affirmation. Not bad. Nice. I'm coming around. I love that name. What? Words of Affirmation. That's oh, yeah. like a nice name for an R&B jam. Yeah. And then the big hit of this week is Summer Walker's new EEP called Clear 2 soft life is out i think so i listened to it once um and you know that summer walker she grows on me the more is it I not listen. for you or no it is it is okay yeah like I, i'm like summer walker's like that's your problematic fave like you be listening yeah i have i just haven't listened to it yet yeah i'm like it literally just came out so i ain't mad at you but it's like i i wasn't the one that was seeking out summer walker and be like oh i gotta listen to this shit so i feel like i found myself listening to more summer walker in recent months and so when i saw it pop up like oh yeah that came out this week i played it 
And I was like, oh, this is good. Oh, don't we go see her next week? Summer Walker? She is not on that tour. She's not on that tour. That's who we thought would be on the tour if you swapped Mm -hmm. out, like, Janae Aiko for her or Aquinasia. I keep forgetting about that. I feel like you're going to have to remind me. No, it's not until June. I did put it. I think I sent you a calendar invite. You did. It's on the calendar, but I feel like I just have this, like, sinking feeling that I'm going to forget about it. No, it's June 10th. You're fine. Um, it's not the third okay good not the third it's the week after oh shit is it the third no the third is something else anyway okay um and that's the music moment yay yay jamie fox is doing great um we saw video of him he's alive he's well he's walking and talking thank the god up above in heaven i'd like to say that we had a hand in that i feel like we did Um, we put the good vibes out into the universe we put the good vibes out there you know and uh jamie fox looks like she's doing well jonathan majors and megan good are supposed to be dating uh tell me your pr team is working overtime without telling me your pr team (laughs) like that sounds like a bunch of hot goofy bullshit to me well because they're like well we need an available black woman for him to date who do we well, have yeah. options tiffany haddish is a has-been we can't do tiffany haddish she's too problematic no, we don't um, like her enough you know what megan good is perfect you know she just got out of that really like you know god heavy god first you know marriage and now she's on like the men and you know she's always mm-hmm. been a baddie and whatnot you know what let's let's call her people let's see if we can get this together give a little backstory she supported him throughout the entire time whatever sound like bullshit sound like bullshit to me shit to the boo and you can't just drop your your white queens over the magnesia. Yeah, like don't 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 start don't start don't start on black women today, okay? Yeah. All right. We we so are everybody's on the same page. Yeah. With that. God bless though. All right. This is more of a sports thing. Oh, okay. Um, oh, so, so I'm gonna let have to talk you about take it. The lead, because I don't know this young man. So Ja, ja Morant, who is okay. the point guard for the Memphis Grizzlies, okay. has been caught. I guess I don't know. Is he caught? If he, is he caught? If he posted like, to his stories. Like and, and did and he get caught? It wasn't even his story. So he was on live, but it wasn't his live. It was like a friend in the car live. 122 people are on this live. John Moran is in the passenger seat of the car, and you know they're just vibing out, listening to some of that rap music shit. Mm-hmm. And the friend who's holding the phone puts the camera on Ja. Ja appears to have a pistol in hand. The boy cuts the camera away from Ja, puts it under like his leg or something. He was trying to save him because he already knew it was going to be some bullshit. From 122 people to be on that live, of course, screenshots ensued. It flares up on the internet. Ja Morant has a problem. He's he's got a gun again. After after Didn't all he do this, this thing in the club, he just did that in the club during the season. They suspended him, and he apparently went to like some type of facility for help to go back and play again this season. Now the whole talk is like they're going to suspend him. And this is an, is an official for like for like forty games. That's half an NBA season. 
the whole thing is that people are like, John, you don't got to do this. Like, you came from a good family. You had your daddy in your life. How you old are is he? in the streets. He's probably like 23, maybe. Okay. Yeah, he's not old. He, you got a $200 million contract. Like, you don't need to do this. The big hoopla-goo-loo, um, former NBA player J.J. Redick, who is now a, you know, regular correspondent or analyst, we'll say that, NBA analyst on mm -hmm. uh, ESPN, went on a rant for about a minute and a half on one of the shows on ESPN, basically saying, Jabra Morant has broken no laws. Like, show me a law he has broken. Is it against the law to carry a weapon? I mean, is it his weapon? You know, we that's things we don't know but he's like, he hasn't done anything illegal he hasn't shot okay. anybody he hasn't um you know he's not being caught on on the tape shooting anybody he's not being caught on tape doing anything that the average american in tennessee can do tennessee is a very different place <laughs> Tennessee is not Los Angeles. It's okay? not, but I'm, I'm saying, but it's like, you know, you go to like a Texas, everybody can get concealed carry in Texas. Yeah, um, Texas is different. Yeah, but it's just like, can you do that same thing? Like, is he doing anything wrong? Like, show me what he's doing wrong. Like, basically, he's saying the punishment don't fit the crime potentially. He's saying if they suspend this young man for 40 games for just holding a gun, like, but he didn't do, like, he, he wasn't caught doing anything illegal on that screenshot snippet whatever you want to call which i'm like listen at the end of the day if you give me a 200 million dollar contract and you put in that contract you cannot be out here showing your black ass all right cool i get the money if i don't show it's really very simple it's very simple at the end of the day all you gotta do is play basketball show up to media shit do some interviews uh practices you know, work out, maintain a certain level of conditioning. And if you're really fucking good and you get voted to an all NBA team, we'll even give you more money. He was slated to be so like NBA does first, second and third team, meaning like the best top top 15 players in the league. Mm -hmm. If you are voted into one of those teams, Nick, motherfuckers be getting like millions of dollars on top of whatever their contract is as a bonus for being like so good. Like you get money. So in like they he he was completely sent to the wolves with this last one that just came out. He should have been first team all the NBA. He didn't make top fifteen. He missed out on like forty million dollars. Whoa! Just for being a dumbass twenty three year old kid. <laughs> like well, you can't make this shit up. God bless him though. Like I don't know what honestly I don't know what they're gonna do to him. Clearly mm -hmm. he learned whatever lesson they wanted him to learn. Y'all might have to put it in plain English. You can't be out here fucking with these people doing these things. Or we ain't you ain't gonna have a job. Nike is delaying the release of his signature shoe. Damn, he's not got a shoe. Yeah, he just, and he the only one wearing them because they ain't about to sell them shits if he keeps showing his ass. Which means he could put, runs the potential of losing that contract with Nike. You never know. He's everybody's an idiot when they're twenty three. Yeah, that is a fact, right? That's a fact. Mm -hmm. Everybody's stupid at twenty three. How many, how many, first of all, I don't want to fuck up 50,000, okay? <laughs> I don't want to fuck up 50,000. Yeah. And 1 million, I will go to church on Sunday. <laughs> I will press my pants. I will put a crease in my jeans. I will do whatever it is that you tell me to do. I guess compared to other like, 
I mean, I don't know if he's like considered like a bad boy now of the NBA compared to other quote unquote bad boys of the NBA. Is this like a big deal or it's a big deal because are we just going in on him because he's an idiot? 23 year old. Oh, well, shit. Now I would actually frame it that way. I feel like it's a bit of both. It's the simple fact that he's really, really good at basketball. He's okay. really good at his actual So he's job. good, yeah. He's really good. Because um, he signed Different his- if he was riding the bench. Yes. Mm-hmm. If he was riding the bench, they would have just cut him and let that be that. But you have, like, potentially, like, a, a generational talent, in a mm-hmm. sense, right? And it's like Memphis is starting to mold the team around him and, a, and another couple of key players. Like, mm-hmm. you're going to be our core moving forward. Mm-hmm. They're, you guys are – they made it to, like, you know, they're, they were number one seed one year – I think they were number two seed this year. They got bounced by the fucking Lakers, but you know they're 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 a good team, and he's okay. one of the really solid building blocks of this team. They signed him to a, an extension, and this week you want to do with your time. And mm-hmm. the thing is, is that he ain't officially in the part of his contract as it is the two hundred million. It's like one hundred ninety-two million, but so, so he's it's still, like you could there's there's you're in a very pivotal between, period, yeah. Because or this, this, you could fuck it up, or you could like soar. You could soar, or you could, yeah. Because right now he's still on his rookie deal, which I think was like twenty-seven million. He makes like nine, ten million a year right now, which yeah. is still nine or ten million dollars for for I think three years. He's on a twenty-seven million dollar contract, and then after that contract is done, he goes into his extension. Where then, mm-hmm. you know, I think it's like a what is a two or th- no it's probably like a five year extension 200 million dollars so then you talk about you making 20 million a year potentially with all these bonuses and incentives built in and that's not dealing with what you off the court money looking like he mm-hmm. had a fucking gatorade deal he got the fucking nike shoe deal all this other shit just money on money on money you do not need to be a thug you already you got money yeah i mean I think about Aaron, Aaron. Is it Aaron Hernandez? Yeah, the one, the football player. Yeah, I think that about Aaron somebody. Hernandez. Yes, and his and his just inability to leave the nigga shit alone. Yeah, I'm not saying that he was. You know, I don't think we knew that he was a nigga until we knew that he was a nigga. We didn't like, know he, shit until we knew. Yeah, him. I don't think we knew that he was involved until we knew, but it's. It's also like, like for why though, you know, like that is, that is to me, that is some shit that 23 year olds do when they, they don't got shit to do on Saturday. <laughs> like ain't shit to do on Saturday. We, we in here smoking and we drinking and da 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 And, uh, Let's I don't go. know. I, I don't think it's worth it. It, 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 I, it ain't my money. <laughs> it ain't my money to fuck up, but if it were my money to fuck up, I'd I'd be over there looking like LeBron. I'm opening the school. I got a great image behind me. My family's great. My even my kids are starting to play basketball. They're gonna get their own money. They don't even spend my money because they're gonna get their own money. Like, please. Yeah. I, did he go him. to college? Yeah, he he. You know, he did the NBA. You have to do like at least one season of college ball before you're eligible for, to be drafted. He went to uh-huh. um. Did he go to Memphis? Hold on. What school was it? I feel like you learn like like some of that core shit, just how to like navigate fame 
Mm. in like college when when obviously when you play sports at like a you know a d1 school or whatever you know like you learn you learn how to kind of navigate like what being famous like looks like Mm -hmm. not necessarily like you're like yeah but you know you're you're walking through the airport with security and um fucking poughkeepsie but um (laughs) (laughs) but like your groupies how to navigate groupies yeah. how to not knock up the first bitch you fuck on the off season he does have you know? a kid like, like just those like little core things that you learn and i guess that's what brought up the whole fucking fight on on the book of faces um this past weekend about youth sports yes um because i mean youth sports growing up not that i participated in any but you know we all we live in a town where youth sports is a very big deal and you know the hood niggas coach little league and you know midget league and 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 pal and all that other kind of shit (laughs) and and that's kind of where you like get like the like the the basics of like the discipline right of like just showing up on time and being at practice shout out to ai and um you know washing your fucking draws i don't know you know (laughs) whatever they teach the, the the kids down there on the field so what like is something happening are we seeing a shift in in like youth sports when they transition to high school when they transition to college and then they get to the league like like i don't know i feel like you keep your ear to the streets um do i with youth sport though no. because well, i'll be out here with the youth and we be doing sports yes. shit together i guess yes like- i feel like you you be out there with the youth and, <laughs> and you have like an idea of what like I feel like I feel like that's a really pivotal point for like somebody who's like good at what they do to to succeed in the future when we're talking about like professional um like I think like the youth part of it is very like it's 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 shifting molding yes it it is so there's like there's several sides to the coin when you talk about youth sports right you met one of my former basketball players when we were down I did. There. That's yeah. what I was thinking about a lot. Right. And she, you know, she was already good when she got to high school. So by the time mm-hmm. we got her, it was just like a matter of being like, go and flourish. Like, mm-hmm. let's not stunt your growth to get you where you want to go after this or whatever it may be. Right. But she also grew up in a household full of like, she, her older, I played basketball with her older sister. Um, she has two brothers that I can think of all thin who were also high achieving athletes. Her dad is a high achieving athlete. Like she, so she had the, the standard set by the family. So when it came to being like, okay, we're going to put you in middle school sports and stuff like that. No, yes, it had an effect, but she got the most stuff from home. Right. You think about some of those kids I've interacted with throughout like coaching and just being involved in sports at the high school level. Um, I go by like a couple of guys who played football for for our alma mater Mm -hmm. who were very good at their sport. Um, You know, wind up being like, oh, what school are you going to commit to go to a D1 school? One of them 
went to a D1 school. The school wasn't very great in football, but went up there and showed his ass and then wound up at Junco and now is not playing football. Like at a professional mm-hmm. level. It was he was touted to be like this special talent to like go to showed college. Showed his ass like in a in a bad way. He went up there a, okay. smoking. Okay. Um got caught with weed. They kicked him out. Mm-hmm. You're like, you're not gonna pay for you to be a dickhead. Like you want a full ride scholarship if you don't wanna like fuck out of here. So they got on the fucking powder. Because there is so many behind you. Yeah. At this point. You are no longer the only good person on this team. Like everybody here is good. You are replaceable at this level. Um, the other kid, similar situation, high achieving, really good, got touted by D1 schools, goes to one school, again, shows his ass at the school. The difference with him is that he didn't want to come back home and be the fucking womp womp loser guy, I guess, to be like, yeah, I, what could have been. His ass transferred out, went to, uh, I want to say FAMU, played football there. He winds up getting drafted to the, to the Cowboys. He's on their roster right now. Is he getting big playing time? Absolutely fucking not. Mm-hmm. But he's on a goddamn NFL team, which is, you know, more than what 99% of people who play football in their life can say. You know, it's just different. And it's like how you treat these kids when they're coming up. So from the, the coaching standpoint, you know you got a good player. Are you going to coddle them and just blow their head up? Or are you going to give them the tough fucking coaching that they actually need? From a family familial standpoint, are you just being like, oh, my baby going to play football and da da and you just letting that motherfucker slide, even from the fucking teacher's perspective? Because when these kids do get scholarships to go into college and whatnot, like what if our good light-skinned friend got a scholarship to go be a dual-sport athlete at a, a D1 mm-hmm. school, but she also graduated in like the top 10% of the class. Mm-hmm. You got teachers who are just giving these students passing grades because they're good at football and they need to make sure they this kid is on the field. Like, it's just how people treat them because mm-hmm. they think they're going to ascertain some level of what the fuck ever, which is a hindrance mm-hmm. to them as a, for character building, if I could say it that way. Yeah. 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 It sucks. And, it would, and, and with youth sports in particular, especially the hood shit, mm-hmm. if you can get your kid onto a team, let's just hope that Rob Ron ain't got his son on the team and giving his son all the fucking minutes in time mm-hmm. and not even worried about really that i'm talking about like little kids yeah when you come to like the midget league football that's where we see it a lot where it's just like oh you know they giving their cousin they little cousin so much politics it's so <laughs> many politics in youth fucking football mm-hmm. these, these aren't good games they just stay in a pile of fucking bodies and they move all together around the field at, at once they're not <laughs> running routes nobody's up here yeah. chucking the ball down the field it's not good it's not good sports which mm-hmm. is what happens when you're learning a sport. Like when you talk about like our good light-skinned friend was playing fucking soccer at three. She wasn't good. Mm-hmm. She was just in the following the ball with the rest of the group of the kids following the ball. But have you, you ever know, been to like those those baby yeah. soccer games? Awful. Like my niece was like, fuck this. <laughs> no, thank you. I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. And, and those are the best kids to watch play. Because they will really just walk out the pond and be like, go sit down and go get them a juice. Yeah, like, God, no. I thought I wanted to do this. Actually, I don't. And, like, there's a dandelion over there that I've been staring at all night. I like flowers. <laughs> um, I just think he's, I, just, I think he's a 23-year-old idiot who has a lot of money. And nothing to do. No other hobbies or nothing. Yeah, he has a lot of money. And he is right on the cusp of fucking it up. And like he gotta have like an uncle gonna have to get into him. His daddy. 
or his father or they'd, they'd somebody. All the games and shit. Live right next door to him. From what I can tell, they all got houses right on the same block or something. Wow. Well. Um, <laughs> but like somebody's gonna have to like have a conversation because it don't have to go this way. It don't got to be like this. It don't have to be like this. You need um, to do. But I'm wishing him the best. I I'm interested to see this conversation happen with other players. You know. Yeah. Um. But when you're good, like your light is bigger, your spotlight's going to be bigger, the conversation's going to be louder, and um, the eyes are going to be um, open. Exactly, which is why this rumor of a 40 game suspension is so loud. Yes. So get your shit together, dude. Cause Please. 40 fucking million dollars. You cannot fuck that up. Like it, he couldn't. He he, he just he, can't. Not by being stupid. Like the night after the game, you'd be in the club with it. whatever. Anywho, like you could just be in the club. That's that's just my be, thing. You could have just been in the club. <laughs> you could have just been in the club and had the bitches. But no, you yes. were going live, and nobody would have said anything. Nothing. They probably like, oh, he was in the club. I'm like, oh, that's. Well, you know, some other point. Then they go back. Yeah, to everybody's Jordan. in the club. Yeah, they everybody's go back to fucking bitches. Gambling in Atlantic City in the middle of a playoff <laughs> series against the Knicks. And he's like, hey, man, I like, like, does he have a problem? He's like, baby, I just like to gamble a little bit, a little bit of steam. Ain't no problem. The performance on the course, the performance, that was a big fucking scandal in the fucking yeah. 80s. Like, what? Yeah. So much it's so niggas, they try to say. Niggas Michael, meditating and not cutting their fucking peas in the back of their head and you in fucking Atlantic City. Down at the Tropicana. Down at the Trop, putting a million on black. What is wrong with you? <laughs> and then when you lose it, double or nothing. Like, what? That's crazy. Yeah, Michael Jordan, bless his heart. Bless his heart. Um, did you see them Tiana Taylor joints? Yes, I want them. How much? How? Like, okay. Um, From your perspective, like, what are the odds of a regular human being, oh, me, girl. getting them? Do I gotta? Uh, is this something I gotta fight for? Is this like Beyonce ticket type of thing? Am I gonna be spending a thousand dollars? No, well, I'm not gonna try that hard. No, I mean, hard. I think I just, when when they do come out, I'm gonna give it a valiant effort. Okay, I'm at the point of sale, and if typically if I don't get it from there, the baby just wasn't meant to be. Okay. I'm not a big big person who's gonna be uh uh trying to buy them resale just because i want them so bad mm -hmm. but they are really good sh uh shoes fire they nice they they i would like a pair but i am not about to uh fight the good fight here we go okay so they, i just they, needed the to know is that they're 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 reasonably priced they're not even up okay. price there's some jordan ones which i have what, a couple what's reasonable 150 bucks which is standard <laughs> Like standard. That is not a problem. Okay. I they thought we were talking about 650. No, they Beyonce. should be no, no, they should be in the range of like maybe 150, 200 max okay. when they actually officially like drop them. Um yeah, they might be on that sneakers app, which is some bullshit. I'm not downloading no apps. Well, you ain't getting no sneakers. <laughs> Like, why can't I go to the Nike website? And you know, you actually could. Yeah, you go on the website, you can go down to the mall and on a Saturday mm -hmm. when they come out and see, but they ain't, they ain't been over. As far as I'm I know, like, they be at the mall? 
Yeah, you can always go to the mall because that's when Jordans usually come out on Saturdays. You know what? I be feeling like you people who like are like sneakerheads. That you know, I just feel like it's 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 like a Beyonce ticket sale every single time. I feel like they don't have that down to the regular store. But if I go into the Foot Locker, or now, the uh, uh, honey, I didn't champs. say you could just walk up in. You could, you could, you could try it by chance. Mm -hmm. But a lot of even even the store. You know what? We'll talk about this off air. We're not we're not gonna okay. do this. Uh, okay. Shout out to Tiana Taylor. Those things look amazing. They look really good. Is that the episode? Um, so yeah that's the episode listen we're gonna get up out of here and talk about some sneakers real quick y'all already know anchor.fm slash gc pod so we can go and find all ways to listen to the podcast mm -hmm. and follow us at the gc pod on instagram feel free to submit any topics questions comments or concerns what you want to hear us talk about what you want to hear us listen to if there's anything you want us to watch i feel like i haven't had a good documentary in a while mm. um let us know um and thank you guys so much for listening we appreciate you um do something good for yourself do this something week. good for yourself and shout out to the Greggs, our good yes. hair friend graduated yeah congratulations um, to all of the graduates um you guys are welcome to a wonderful world of real life yeah fucking um gross. and shout out to her isn't she an educator she's about to be an educator yeah, maybe um maybe, maybe i'll be filling out referrals for for a couple of different jobs out all here. right definitely do, has a job secured that. has a job secured but not sure if she wants to take it but has a job secured mm -hmm. the children are our future go ahead girl you did that all right now bye